Hello and welcome to the Egyptian Dream podcast, the podcast that follows AFCON 2019 from Egypt, Cairo, bringing you all the sights and sounds of the wonderful city. I'm Liam Flint. And I'm Tom Ellis. And welcome to day 14 of AFCON. Now, of course, we're in the middle of a two-day sabbatical. There's no football at the minute, but we're starting to wind back up for tomorrow. So there's lots of sightseeing, lots of features here to keep you entertained on the podcast. And coming up today, we'll review our day yesterday where we were out and about downtown Cairo with the locals. And we also had a little trip onto the Nile, had to get on the water to experience the different side of the city. So lots to come. We'll also have a feature interview with Nigeria centre-back William Troost Ekong. But Tom, let's start with yesterday's action. We were very busy yesterday, lots of chaotic traffic, lots of locals, many stories to tell today. It was a good one, wasn't it? It was a great one. It was great to venture into the hustle and bustle of downtown Cairo, Tahe Square, uh, that significant place in history for, for Egypt and Cairo, especially where, where some of the revolution protests took place, um, but also to the Nile, the famous River Nile. And as we ventured towards the riverbanks, we quickly walked into a tourist trap. We found ourselves on the side of the road, on the curb, waiting to cross the road with traffic coming at us from left, right and centre. So much busyness. Um, it's quite daunting, it's quite scary and, and someone quickly came alongside and we thought it was a very friendly English-speaking Egyptian just trying to help us across the road, which he did. Um, but the next thing we knew, it, we were ushered into a little local shop selling some Egyptian art, handed a couple of cups of sweet tea, which was lovely. Um, and I think as they were unscrolling this art and I think the key for us in knowing which direction this was going was when they started to write our wives' names in ink, in ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, yeah. onto, the, um, onto the paper and the piece of art. And the next thing we knew, it, we were shuffling through our wallets to get some money out. But they're not bad, are they? It's not all bad. Tom's just unravelling his now so we can see it in its, in its full glory in the light of day, see so, what we've actually bought. It's a lovely map of some of e ancient, I guess it's ancient Egyptian monuments, icons. We've got the pyramids on there. Yeah, forget Google Maps. This is great, isn't it? You could be a tour guide with all this. All of the main spots that you need to visit while you're in and around Cairo, illustrated with pictures so you can't go wrong, probably for a child. To, yeah, Tutankhamun's <laughs> on there, um, the Sphinx is on there, and obviously the River Nile running from the Mediterranean Sea all the way down the centre there, which is quite appropriate for what we got up to yesterday. But also, this paper is from a plant that's grown in the River Nile, so very appropriate as well, considering our activities yesterday, Liam. So yes, we'd set our sights on the River Nile, so we headed down to a little port. We found our man Salah, believe it or not. I don't know whether that was his actual name or whether he just loves, he's getting into the Egyptian fever of AFCON like we are. But we set sail, here's how we got on. Over 6,600 kilometers in length, the River Nile is considered to be the longest river in the world. It played a huge part in ancient Egypt, becoming one of the greatest and most powerful civilizations in history and helped them build the pyramids. And the Nile flows through many of the countries that are here representing at AFCON 2019, just to name some, Kenya, Congo, Burundi, Uganda, Tanzania, and Egypt. Who would have thought that? So many of these playing nations today 
are all joined by one massive Nile River. And we're about to board our Falucan out, so stay tuned. We'll see you on the other side when we've set sail onto the River Nile and we'll have a chat with our friend on the boat as well. We've just boarded our traditional Egyptian vessel, the Felucca. It's about 5.30, so the sun is starting to go down and we're hoping to get a lovely sunset here in Cairo. Liam, it's a lovely little relaxing start, isn't it? Lovely, you could probably have a bit of a nap. Don't think any of us are uh, seasick, so we're fine. So yeah, looking forward to this. Lovely time of day to be going. Our man over here, kind enough to take us out. Half an hour slot. So yeah, looking forward to getting out on the water. We're on the Nile, on a felucca, with our driver Salah. What do you think of Mohammed Salah? It's Mohammed Salah, nice man, in a nice heart, in, uh, but all people good for Mohammed Salah, because nice man. How long have you been riding boats on the Nile for? Uh, I am old, uh, now maybe 32 years. Wow, I am on the Nile? Uh, yes, it's very beautiful one Nile. Wake up morning in a cruise, all be able to swim in for for some shower in the summer. Okay, so what do you think on Saturday, Egypt versus South Africa? How do you think it's going to play out? What's going to happen on Saturday? I ask you, uh, <laughs> what do you see Egypt for uh, football? Nice like before or no good? We well, we've seen Egypt Uganda very good. It's yeah. two nil, so they're playing well. But Salah, game. Salah, best player, isn't he? He's the number one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's let's predict the score. Tom, Egypt versus South Africa. What are you saying for the, the final score? 2-0 Egypt. Will Mo Salah score? Yes, I think Mo Salah will score one. Okay, I'm going to go 4-1. 4-1 Egypt, Salah hat-trick. I'm feeling confident on behalf of Mo. And in a minute we're going to ask the real Salah what he thinks. Okay, Salah, what's the score going to be on Saturday? Pardon? What will the, the score be to Egypt? 1-0, 2-0, what do you think the score will be? On Saturday, Egypt and South Africa, I don't know, this for my God. <laughs> but I like Egypt number, one, two, three, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't mind, Salah doesn't mind. As long as it's 4-0, 5-0, he doesn't mind. <laughs> Right, we're off the Nile. We've had our trip. We did about half an hour as the sun goes down here over the city of Cairo. That was very peaceful, wasn't it, Liam? Yeah, I'd recommend that to anyone. Very peaceful. Amazing to be able to see Giza on one side, Cairo on the other side. We headed up the, the river up towards Alexandra. Absolutely beautiful, picturesque, absolute bargain as well. So get yourself down here, get on. And if you do see our man Salah, just give him a high five. He loves to talk about Liverpool, anything American basketball, apparently. Um, and yeah, Amazing trip, really glad we went. And it's the perfect antidote to spending an hour in the chaotic Cairo traffic, which we did beforehand. So get down to the River Nile and go for a trip with our man, Salah. I hope you feel more educated now on the beauty of the River Nile. And Tom, we did say, didn't we? I think we were being serious. We might even venture back and go for a second time. Well, the thing is, it's absolutely massive isn't it, to state the obvious. But um, we only saw a very small stretch. We just did like a width of one section and I'm not saying we're going to be able to do it all, but 
maybe we could fit in an hour and see the sun go down properly. We'll do our best to catch that sunset on the Nile for sure. So you may remember that yesterday we brought you some news of some player strikes and the Uganda Cranes actually boycotted their midweek training session on Tuesday evening. We've had some developments since then for all of you fans who are wondering, will they be turning out for their last 16 game this coming weekend? Well, Tom, you've got the update for us. Yes, Liam. Well, as you said, the Ugandan players boycotted training on Tuesday night. Now, Ugandan fans will be pleased to hear that the players have ended that boycott and are back in training after being promised an extra $6,000 each by the country's football association. They returned to the training pitch three hours behind schedule yesterday, which was Wednesday, after securing that extra money. Um, obviously, they're due to play Senegal on Friday night in the last 16. So the Football Association of Uganda obviously just really wanting to place the importance on the football and on that game on Friday. So acting quickly, even though they have already stated that everything had been paid under the pre-tournament agreement. So I think just wanting to move that issue along, end the dispute and allow the players and the fans and everyone else to focus on the football and that all-important game. Great news for everyone concerned with AFCON as we head into the last 16. And of course, do remember, one of those major games will be Nigeria, the Super Eagles versus Cameroon, the Indomitable Lions. So it feels like a great time to introduce an interview that we have with Nigeria centre-back William Troost Ekong, who is also playing out in Italy's Serie A for Udinese. Recently, Planet Sport Football Africa's correspondent Oluwashina Okaleji caught William and was speaking to him about his growing rise through the game in the last few years and also his dreams to one day play in the English Premier League. Have a listen to this. Yeah, you know, I think uh, the Olympics helped as well. After that, a lot of doors opened and uh, it's just been uh, one year for me. I, I said I wanted to invest myself in myself. I didn't want to go to a club and just sit on the bench. Uh, I'm young, I, I'm going to get better than what I am now. I'm still dreaming of playing in the Premier League and I just know I need to take it step by step. I'll be climbing my way up. When I'm ready, my time will come, then uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be looking very much forward to it. But I still think I can improve as a player and I think there's still the best is to come for me. So uh, yeah, let's hope that I can keep this steady uh, line up. The last time I spoke to you in Europe, we're talking about the, the role of God in your career and how much you put emphasis on God helping you to live up to your dream. What's your relationship, you know, with the Bible and um, God itself? Yeah, no, I like you said, I read the Bible, I pray, uh, I have a, a Bible study. I'm a part of a group called Ballers and God. It's a group of players all over Europe. We come together once a week on Skype and uh, we pray and talk about uh, the scripture and different teachings. And uh, yeah, I think for me, the main thing that helps me to stay calm and stay focused and uh, yeah, and stay humble. So that's those are the things that I, you know, I live by. So it's, it's a very big impact in my life as well. It's strange for us to hear that professional footballers coming together to form a Christian group where they talk about, I mean, what, what, what really do you do? What, what do you guys do? Uh, like I said, uh, we, we have a prayer every month. We have one session where we just, it's just prayer. Uh, but then the rest of the time, you know, we, uh, we, we read the Bible together. We talk about our experiences. We uh, try and sh share in that sense and, uh, yeah, and, and trying to get some more disciples. So there's the group expanding and extending and hopefully, you know, as uh, footballers, you have such a big audience and uh, such a big platform uh, yeah, to inspire other people and uh, give the teaching, spread the word. Uh, and that's, that's really what the group is all about. Nigerian international defending goals and winning souls. 
<laughs> I like that. Huh? I might have to take that from you now. <laughs> so when you look at the Bible, what um, what are the scriptures and verses that you really, really love reading or that gives you the strongest motivation that each time you're there, you can remember these and then it motivates you? Yeah, it's, it's not just one or there's not just one scripture I say, oh, that's my, my scripture. But it's, you know, we try and keep it with themes. So we have, you know, every week or every month we have a different theme, you know, speak about the Holy Ghost, for example, the last one we had now and how it is in your life and uh, and the relationship you have with him and how it can help you during the day and all that kind of stuff. So it's just little things. So when you are in a group of players, especially like me, when I'm a captain for my team, I'm a leader. I try to inspire other people around me as well. And uh, yeah, I, for, for it feels like now it's working and people are listening and they're willing to hear the, the word of God. So that's all uh, what it's all about, really. William Troost, Ekong there. He'll be hoping for a positive result in this weekend's last 16. Do stay tuned for that. Now it's over to social media. And as always, thank you very much for your comments. We'll do our best to read them out to you now. Tom is rapidly scrolling through our list of people who've been in touch and am i right tom it's a bit of a gambia special today it absolutely is lim uh, just reading through some of them now okay so mohammed bar in the gambia says yes i'm really enjoying the afcon because the so-called underdogs are so impressive and exciting to watch in the group stages of the competition the team that's impressed me most is madagascar who have secured a last 16 spot without losing any game so far and topping Group B ahead of Nigeria and Guinea. Absolutely, they've impressed so many people. And also, Bakari Tamba from the Gambia, uh, responding to the Cote d'Ivoire question, says, Oh yes, absolutely fantastic display of football. I'm hoping to see them in the final of AFCON. And finally, Mohammed, also from the Gambia, has said the AFCON so far has been very interesting because some of the teams have really impressed and surprised the world. And that's what we want to surprise the world here on Egyptian Dream and to get everyone caught up in this festival of football. Do keep sending in your messages to us via WhatsApp and we love voice notes as well. The number to message is plus four four seven nine double five. 232780 and if you need that again it was plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero well we're almost out of time for today's podcast do remember it all kicks up again tomorrow the round of 16 kicks off morocco are playing benin and uganda the big one against senegal can the taranga lions and sadio mané put out the cranes So that's all coming up tomorrow. So enjoy yourselves today. We'll be back out amongst the people getting some more features for you. But until then, I'm Liam Flint. I'm Tom Ellis. This is Egyptian Dream, brought to you by the team here at Planet Sport Football Africa, which is a Passion for Sports production. See you tomorrow.